Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Charlie and Jenny, five-year-old twins from Houston, Texas. Hello to Sonomika and Seon. Hello to Amara. Hello to Wolf Olive from the Gold Coast, Australia. And a great big hello to St. Peter's Day School in Norfolk, Virginia. I'd like to say a happy belated birthday to Sophie, who turned 10 on February 21st. Happy belated birthday to Evan, who turned 9 on January 2nd, and his sister Josephine, who is turning 7 on February 27th. Happy birthday to Soleil, who is turning 14 on February 27th. Happy 17th birthday to Cameron. Happy birthday to Alexander Del Coro from North Yarmouth, Maine, who is turning five on February 27th. Happy birthday to Imani, who is turning eight on February 28th. Happy birthday to Ari from Portland, Oregon, who is turning five on February 28th. Happy birthday to Otley Hogue from the Sunshine Coast in Gibsons, British Columbia, Canada, who has a birthday on March 3rd. Happy birthday to Wyatt Wolf, who is turning eight on March 3rd. And happy birthday to Soraya from Minnesota, who is turning seven on March 4th. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. This is part 11 of The Transfer Student, and Red is finally starting to feel more like she belongs in this new place. She has friends now who she chats with and does homework with. When Red gets home, she sees her mom has made a local dish for dinner. Red is not so sure she is willing to try, but finds out it is actually more delicious than she thought it would be. The Transfer Student, Part 11. The Mystery of the Stinky Gym Socks. The bell rang and Red packed up her books, said goodbye to the gang, and quickly headed to the exit so she could get the bus home. She was riding the bus alone today as the rest of her friends, a word she still wasn't accustomed to using, had after-school activities that she wasn't interested in. Even Charlie had an activity. Red had actually thought of joining him just to have the opportunity to watch as he was going to yoga. 
Considering Charlie wasn't coordinated enough to put his shirt on properly, watching him do downward dog might be hilarious. Hello, Red. It was a wonderful day today, wasn't it? Ms. McDonald, the bus driver, said as Red stepped on the bus. Uh, I guess so, Red replied. Miss McDonald always seemed so cheerful, even when the kids on the bus started to get a little rowdy. Walking down the aisle, Red had her pick of seats, but out of habit, she took her usual spot at the back of the bus, where she usually sat with Charlie. She noticed that he had left some tissue there, luckily unused. He was always sneezing, sick, or something. The bus ride home was quick, and as the bus arrived close to her stop, Red, in a bit of daze from daydreaming about her past life on Mars, got up out of her seat a bit early, just in time for the bus to hit the bump it always does. Red hit her head on the ceiling again. Ugh. Have a great evening, Red, Ms. McDonald said as Red got off the bus. It's not off to a great start, Red thought as she waved goodbye. I'll probably have a headache now, which is never a good thing when you have a stinky brother like Blue. Blue would only make it worse. Hello, Mom, I've arrived. Red said as she came in the front door. Hello, Mom, I've arrived. Blue yelled in an annoying voice meant to bug Red. Mom, we still could send Blue for training. I called the animal trainer across town and they still have openings. Red, don't say those things about your brother. And we don't say, I've arrived. We say, I'm home, her mother said. I'm not sure I am ready yet for that kind of commitment, Red replied. Blah, blah, blah. All you ever say is blah, 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 her brother Blue said in a whiny voice. Blue, let's not start a big kerfuffle tonight, their mother said. Kerfuffle? Both Red and Blue said at the same time. Is that some kind of chocolate treat? Red asked. Ha <laughs> ha. I'm learning new English words which come up on my English learning app. That's nothing compared to what I learned in English class today, Blue said. I learned that pigs fly. Blue, you are impossible. Pigs don't fly. At least, I don't think so, Red said. Well, when a classmate asked if we could look at the exam before we wrote it, my teacher said, when pigs fly, so it must be true. You are such a stinker. It's an idiom, not reality, Red said with a laugh. Okay, okay. Why don't you both go wash your hands and we'll have an early dinner. Red can help you with your homework after we eat. What does she know? Blue said as he ran up the stairs. More than you, you stinker. Red said as she chased behind him. 
Dinner was something new, and Red couldn't quite understand what she was seeing on her plate. Since they arrived on Earth, her mother had been serving a lot of fresh local food, especially potatoes, which were famous in the area. Red thought they were weird. It took a long time for their bodies to adjust to their new diet. Still, over time, Red started to appreciate all the different colors that were commonly on her plate. She still missed the food from Mars, which had a softer texture, but even the crunchy green food her mother usually served started growing on her. Green and blue were Red's least favorite colors. Um, Mom, what is this? It looks like the oatmeal that we had for breakfast last week. Our neighbor calls it Sloppy Joe's. She says it's a fun food that her kids like, so I thought we could try it. It's so good, Blue said with his mouth open, showing Red what he had inside. I may have just lost my appetite, Red said. Maybe I can just have waffles, Red said. So far, waffles have been Red's favorite food, with pancakes a close second. Just give it a try. I think it's kind of interesting, her mother said. Taking a bite, Red said, Hmm, not bad. Kind of sweet and spicy. And looking at her brother Blue's face, which was covered with food, and very messy. After finishing her dinner, everyone had seconds, except for Blue, who seemed to just constantly eat. Red helped her mother clear the table while her brother washed the food off his face upstairs. Your brother has a hard problem to solve for English class. Can you help him? Red's mother asked. English? Help him with his English? Mom, I hardly understand the language myself. Science and math, I could help him with. But English? Like you, he finds science and math easy. It's the subtlety of the local language that gives him trouble. As Blue walked into the kitchen with food still on his face, Red asked, what is it in English that you need help with? I don't need your help. What do you know? Blue replied. Blue, their mother said. It was something about connotation and denotation. Well, if you don't want my help, I'll go upstairs to my room and do my homework with the gang via video call. As she walked up the stairs, Red said, Hey, Stinker. Your nickname is both a connotation and denotation. You can use that for your homework. Blah, 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 Blue replied. Red sat down at her desk and woke up her laptop. She didn't understand why people on Earth said their computers went to sleep. It's not like they were animals or something. Many things about Earth confused her. Red still couldn't understand why she had to pay for food. On Mars, 
food was a necessity, so everyone had access. Many times, Red would be chased after walking away from the counter with food without paying. Once, when she went in to get ice cream, her third favorite earth food, someone even chased her down the street and yelled at her. So embarrassing. She started the app that allowed her to talk with her friends when they were at home. They didn't always talk. Often they would just work together, like when they would go to the library. Red seldom had much homework to do, but as the gang became more like her friends on Mars, she found herself enjoying spending time with them. While waiting to connect, it seemed so slow to Red, she thought of other things that were so strange on Earth. Earth had so many bright colors, including her least favorite, blue and green. And the mosquitoes were so mean. No creature on Mars would bite you like mosquitoes. The summer she came, she almost called for help when she got four bites from a swarm of bugs. And she couldn't believe how people wasted water. They even swam in it. Water is a precious resource on Mars, and Red hadn't even had a shower before she came to Earth. Red's computer made a weird beep, which meant she was finally connected. Charlie was already online and waiting. Hey, Red, what's up? Charlie said with a stuffy nose. Um, nothing's up, but I just finished dinner. How was your yoga activity? It was great. I'll soon be a master once I can touch my toes at least. Just then, Red's computer made another beep as Rachel and Alexa joined the group. I've got a ton of homework for science, Rachel said, so no chit-chat for me. Let me know if you need help, Red said. Did you finish your math homework, Red? Alexa asked. Yes, I finished it in class. What? Are you a genius or something? Alexa asked, amazed. It might take me a couple of hours. Just then, with a beep, Kurt came online. Red, can you help me with some of the math problems Mrs. Johnson gave us today? I started, but some of them I don't understand. No problem, Kurt. Can you guys hear me? Kurt asked. Everyone raised their hand. I have something for us to solve. At least, I think I do. A new case? Charlie said with excitement. I thought we had decided to wait for Mr. McDonald to give us a mystery to solve. We have been doing pretty well on our own, Rachel said. What's the mystery? Alexa asked. Okay, I was in gym class today and the coach complained about a bad smell. You should change your shirt, Kurt, Charlie said laughing, and maybe shower more often. Ha ha ha, Kurt replied. Kurt continued. The coach said that he and the cleaning staff had spent hours the night before 
looking around the gym for the source of the smell, and they have had no luck. It got so bad this afternoon during basketball practice that I felt like gagging. This doesn't sound like much of a mystery. Clean out the gym lockers and clean the floors, and I bet the smell would be gone, Rachel said. That's just it. They did that, and there is still a rotten smell in the gym. This isn't a big mystery like floating lights in the sky or the disappearing chicken nuggets, but it's important. The coach is considering canceling practices until the smell can be identified. I really don't want to miss any practices. Maybe it's a mummy. Being so old, they might stink, Charlie said. Or a fart gag, Alexa laughed. Remember when someone left a fart pillow under the physics teacher's cushion on his chair? I remember that he spent a month in Principal Burke's office after school cleaning whiteboard brushes and doing extra homework, Rachel replied. Whatever the reason, if we can solve this stinky smell mystery, it would keep me on the basketball court and help the coach. And Charlie, you know that getting on the coach's good side might be a good thing, Kurt said. Yeah, he always makes me do extra push-ups. Is that what you call what you were doing? Alexa laughed. It didn't look like push-ups to me. So what do you think? Can we work together to try and help the coach find the source of the smell? Sure, I can help, Red said. So, we'll call this the case of the mystery stink? Charlie asked. You always come up with the best names, Charlie, Alexa said. Can we meet tomorrow after class? Or how about at lunchtime? The sooner we solve the mystery, the better. I can't miss lunch. My muscles need fuel, Charlie said. What muscles? Rachel asked. I have time after school, Red said. That might be the best, as there are always students using the gym at lunch, and they might wonder what we are sniffing around about. Okay. We will do it after class then. And that gives us more time to talk about it over lunch, said Alexa. Great. So, Red, about this math problem. And that's the end of this part. Good night. Sleep tight. <laughs>